I'm Jay. I'm Adrian. And together we are the, the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. Welcome to episode number 0073 of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies Q&A version. I totally um, thought this was 74. No, because you remember last week I thought it was 7-3 and then it turned out to be 7-2 because we skipped the week remember. before all coming back for the to Mother's me now. Day thing. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. All coming back okay. to me now. So, um, so guys, today we could not figure out what we wanted to specifically talk about on the podcast. Um, we actually had a lot of subjects, but um, couldn't pinpoint one. So we just shot out a text to our texting community and we said, hey, can deliver. you give us a subject? Oh my goodness, do they deliver? Oh my Our texting Lord. community, you guys are beautiful Many people. of you are here today. Thank you very much for joining us. Yes, live on YouTube. Um, so, it, uh, so yeah, so we have like over 100, I have to say, probably. I haven't yet, like I can't count them. We're going to do like the scroll and stop. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to just start answering your questions. Um, Adrian, you start, and we'll, yeah. we're just going to jump right in. Um, we love you guys, and happy, happy day. This is one, when we were scrolling earlier, looking at whatever, this is a question that I saw like no less than seven times um, from a number of people. And the question comes from, oh, Leanne, hey girl, says, uh, what are some suggestions to prepare pets for us to be homeless as we go back to work? To be home less. As we go back to work. Right. <laughs> We're, I, I hope you're not homeless if you no, have a No, it job. is two words. Um, I just read it wrong. But, Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I saw that. I Great saw one. that question Okay, so a couple too. things. I really think that what we... Um, this actually comes from Jackson Galaxy. He was talking about it on one of his um, platforms, saying that as we prepare to go back, when we know that date, we start taking at least 15, 20 minutes. He said separation anxiety, if it's something that you're going to have to deal with, will show up in the first like 15 to 20 minutes. So go take those, um, like leave the house like you're leaving and see it, how your babies are doing. Come back in like 20 minutes, see how they're doing. Um, sometimes it, it will take more than just coming up with environmental, environmental enhancements for them. You know, like trying to put, leave games out for them, food puzzles out for them, indoor hunting feeders, window perches, uh, vertical space. Um, those are all things that can be helpful. Um, if you're blessed enough to be able to go back and be like, Hey, happy lunchtime. That would also be great. But, but when it comes to that, um, kind of that sudden change, do what you can to kind of smooth it before you're actually going to be gone for eight to 10, 15 hours a day. Right. Um, so take those practice runs away and see how your babies are doing. They know that you're coming home. So you, you're gone for 15 or 20 minutes, but then you come back and then you're gone for 15 or 20 minutes and it brings that anxiety down of like where, and it gives you going? reason to get out of the house. Yes. Prior. So that would be the, the number one suggestion. Um, if you do, if you already know that your cat has anxiety issues, um, then I would look at a, a calming formula temporarily just to help with the transition. Preferably a natural calming formula yes. like ours, Cat Calm, who oh, will be good the plug. sponsor of this episode. This cat episode calm. Get your cat brought calm. to you by Get your Cat Calm today, all cat natural calm. calming formula for cats at 2crazycatladies.com. T-W-O-CrazyCatLadies.com. That was, that was pretty smooth. You like that? Yeah, it was good. I, I have that commercial voice, I think. <laughs> I think you do, yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay, you're okay. Up. Go. Um, believe it or not, I told you I couldn't find Tina's earlier. Yeah. I just did a scroll and stopped right on her name. 
I promise. I promise I didn't. And she actually told us. Tina is one of our VIPs. And she said she she actually told us about this one. I literally, that no lie. This um, is the one about life, she said, right? Yeah. She said, how about keeping it all going, such as a busy schedule, maintaining, maintaining life in general, while keeping your business going, cats healthy and happy, and physically adding another into your office? So that's that sounds like wow, a so many so many dynamics. <laughs> it actually, sounds like reading it, it's like wow, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot going on for all of us, right? But, um, but for those of you guys that don't know, we recently um, were blessed with our Lindsay, who's been working with us for over a year now. Um, she moved out here to Las Vegas from New Jersey. Um, about um, bless you, blue cow. That was a sneeze, not a fart. Excuse me. Just so you know. Um, and she recently moved out here, and, and so now she's um, she's physically coming to our house and working with us, which is so helpful and great. Um, yeah, and our cats love her the more than only, they love us. I, I have to say, the Whatever. only downside, and it's not, it's kind of, it's not even a downside because it's an upside and a downside at the same time, is that we are much more cautious about how clean our house is. Oh, and sure. we Believe we me. have really let things go pretty easily over COVID. <laughs> Nobody's coming over. It's okay. We can clean this can weekend we, kind of can thing. Can we just say, like, we don't live in a dump, but no, Jay but is very OCD. So she's like the kind of person that up. will spend 45 minutes dusting one bookshelf <laughs> and everything on it. Like, she loves it. She loves to be very clean. Lindsay and wouldn't yes, know that, though, if well, she came over because it's it's not that way. I know. It's, it's not that not way. That right way. Um, <laughs> because it hasn't been over COVID. And, and even prior to that, like, we were, it, it, when our schedule started getting busier. I was already busier, wearing her down. Busier. It was, you know, it was, I just kind of acquiesced. You know how you do. Like, I'm the OCD. I'm, like, the type A. She's, like, the type F. And we, oh, that kind of sounded like you failed. Okay. Type D. I don't know, type Q, like way far from A. Traditionally, it's been type A and type B. But you're trying to say that oh. I'm way past the type B. Right, I don't even, right. I don't, I, yeah. You so, guys get it. So I, I like, so there's usually like a, a happy medium. <laughs> and there was here. for many, many years, there was a very happy medium. And now, um, and now I've kind of gone more towards her side than, I mean, if you look at our, our bathtub right now. Um, it's, it's got, it's, yeah, it's, it's got a hairball in it, but that, not a, not a, and not clothes a hair, all like over it and a know, plastic like a bag sitting there. there and then, and then sure. a garbage bag inside of it. Like it's, we've lived here it, for it eight sounded, years and we've used the like bathtub, um, twice. twice. So here's my, Lindsay said, I don't judge. I'm a slob too. At times. I love you. <laughs> Charlie said, Whoa, she backed that bus up. Yes, she did. Okay. So <laughs> the, the question though, I think just about life and, um, busy busyness and changing dynamics and all that. I really think the answer is intentional time to clear your mental palate. Some people call that meditation. Some people call that prayer. But it needs, in my opinion, is something that needs to be prioritized in order to keep all the plates spinning. Yep, 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 exactly. You know I mean? For me, um, <clears throat> there's many things that, that help that. Counting blessings is one of the things that really help. But honestly, physically, one of the things that really helped me with this is getting up and going outside in the morning before checking all the emails and all the stuff and things and the text messages and things like that. Literally going outside 
and going for a walk or a run. So it's always been a run for me, but over this this last week, Adrian and I started walking together and doing some jogging, but also I got you know, too much junk in my trunk to be running right now. So, but we we're doing it together, it and, and and we're kind of able to count those blessings together. We're like, oh, look at the duckies, oh, and beautiful. oh, there's a little rabbit, and wow, yes. we you know this it, we live in a beautiful place, and there's so much to be grateful for, and we can kind of talk out our day a little bit together uh, too. So. Uh, in in so a very in a very been... calm non way, right. it's yeah. it, it's a big game changer, big game changer, yeah. and it's great for us, especially as there are other dynamics that are changing at this yeah. time as well. Um, but it's also, I think, for both of us, we both have different ways that we function. Obviously, you just covered the type A and type B, C, D, E, F, G that I am. Um, that we have different ways of centering ourselves as well. And yeah. so uh, I think, yeah, it's trying to find out what it is that helps us bring our blood pressure down. Gratitude is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. G.K. Chesterton says, gratitude is the highest form of thought, and I could not agree more. When you're thinking about your blessings, whatever it may be, yeah. uh, it really just elevates the whole the whole game. Yeah. The whole game. Yeah. Brianna's sure. first podcast. Welcome, girl. What's Welcome. up? Welcome. Yay. Oh, it's so my turn. It's my turn. We're doing a rapid fire question from our text community. Yes. What's up? Oh, I got to back out and then I got to scroll. Oh, I was at the top. Oh, I landed on Sterling. He didn't have a question. <laughs> Go ahead. Um... Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm not receiving notifications. <laughs> so someone had notifications. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> of course I would pick that one. Uh, Alejandra. Alex. Oh, I know Alex. Uh, alcohol and wine. Yes. Okay. That's a yes. That's a, that's a yes. Um, <laughs> I feel like mine just, let me. Jay already close covered out. the fact that she's not, she's not drinking wine today because it made her uh, gag when she's. Smelled it, um, but yeah, alcohol and or wine and or wine, yes, uh, is is often enjoyed here on this platform. Yes. Um, okay, uh, Jasmine, who or does? Oh, let me click on it. Hmm. Is there a reason? Is there a reason why cats who have a good relationship for several years suddenly dislike one another? Yes. yes. Like hiss, growl, and run away when they approaches in a calm manner, or should cat owners pick favorites? Oh, you're giving us a couple of questions. Okay, so no, oh. they shouldn't pick favorites, although we all do kind of in our own little ways. They're all our favorites. In their us, own special way. In their way. own special way, right? Um, but as far as cats that um, have had a good relationship and suddenly start get, not getting along, that is oftentimes a redirected aggression. So, um, and usually, uh, I want to say usually, we don't know what that redirected aggression was. Once we saw this with... Um, with our cats when they saw a, our neighbor's cat actually was outside the window. So a stray cat, we'll just call it a stray cat outside the window. Then they both, the, there was something that was this triggered in them and they both flipped on each other. Um, right. They got really excited about seeing another cat, a stranger cat, but because there was no way to interact with that cat, they turned on each other. Right. So it's, that, yeah. that's the redirected aggression. Yeah. And then, and in that case, we actually had to go through a reintroduction process where we had to separate them. And then it didn't take as long as like the first time that they ever met, but we had to separate them and then go through all the steps, the scent swapping, the, the feeding together, seeing each other, but not all that and, yeah. and, and reintroduce them. And that took care of it. And the, another time sessions. that we did it, another time that we did a confidence building session was all that, all that we needed. And yeah. we don't know what triggered that time, but we're guessing it was probably another straight cat. <laughs> 
um, that they saw in the window, but they just like all of a sudden didn't like each other. And in that case, all we had to do was the confidence building sessions, which we just dropped how to do a confidence building session on all of our social media platforms on Friday. Friday. So you guys can go to any of our pages, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, even super simple, free, look up confidence building sessions. And it's a, it's a simple, easy 15, 20 minute process with you. And one session actually did the job for that, for that specific situation. Yeah. And I do want to add too, because there was one time that it happened when we were letting our babies have outdoor time. Uh, and that time it was when Lindsay got to see it because we were in the middle of a meeting with her at that time. It, what it, what it was, was a scent. So our cats all know each other, but twist started digging where we knew that there was a stray cat that had come by and probably marked. He started digging and it was like, as that scent wafted, it freaked out our little Panthers. And that turned into a craziness. So it could be something even as simple as, especially some of you beautiful people that do like TNR work or you're, you're um, with other cats in the feeding shelter, whatever it may yeah. be, feeding uh, stray communities. It could be something as simple as your, one of your cats being very sensitive to that smell being in the home and not knowing where it's coming from, not being able to find that other cat, and then that redirected aggression there. Okay. Okay. So you're supposed to scroll beforehand so that I we know. can do the rapid fire. I don't think you understand what rapid oh. fire is. Judith, cat parents, especially new cat parents, may not realize that just because a vet is a cat-only vet, that does not mean they know newest, best protocols for nut- nutrition for cats. Right. Parents should still be interviewing these types of vets to ensure a good match. Yes. That's a really good point. I agree. And I love this topic because I feel like it is so important to, for us as cat parents to really kind of take charge of building that relationship with our veterinarians. I think so often I went to the vet and was like, oh my God, please tell me what to do. Help me. What's going on? Instead of feeling comfortable asking questions, uh, being comfortable letting our vets know where we were coming from. It was kind of like, ooh, keep that raw feeding thing a secret. That's, you know, they're not going to like that. But that um, great point, Judith, as far as we are a cat's first advocate and what we've learned or the things that we are um, trying to do to give our cats their best life, we should feel comfortable being able to communicate that with our vet. So when Judith said interviewing... Regardless of the type of vet. If right. It, even if it's a holistic vet and you are feeding a raw diet and treating your cat naturally, that does not mean, guys, I had a run-in with a holistic vet because I wanted to get tighter tests. I wanted to tighter test my cats. You'd think that a holistic would vet be would they... be like, good for you. And she talked me out of it. Like multiple times um to the point where we were like okay we're not going back to her like literally um it doesn't matter what type of vet it is it really depends on that relationship that you have with your vet and the relationship that you have with your cat when you know your cat best then you can truly pick the best veterinarian for that for the situation but that interviewing concept is really important feel comfortable even if you're picking a new vet as a new cat parent call around and be like hey what do you guys think about this you can glean a lot of information off of websites see what kind or of background and the training they have all yeah all of that but but take it take a session when you narrow down where you want to go who you want to see to really sit down and interview that vet yeah and ideally it would be even better if we're if we're going through the process say we just moved and we're trying to find a good vet in our, in our area ideally one of the best things that we could do is take our cats to the vet for out without anything right we're just taking them to the vet to meet the vet and interview the vet with our cats there so that we can kind of see how the relationship with the vet is with the pet that rhymed um was good, but yeah. yeah so Renelle said um who fell in who fell in love with who first i think that would be me you think so yeah 
Yeah. Because you still had the hang up with your ex. Remember? And I was like, she had this, she still had this hang up with the, with the ex. And I was like, um, that's fine. Like, I mean, oh, I was, right. I was like, like, that's yeah. fine. Like, go figure that out. I'm going to be here because I know we're meant to be together. That's true. Yeah. Okay. You win that one. Yep. All right. Uh, uh. Misty, hey girl, pet strollers, yay or nay, Mabel doesn't, Mabel's such a beautiful girl, um, Mabel doesn't sit by the sliding screen door supervised, wait, wait, oh wait, Mabel doesn't try to dart outdoors, she does sit by the sliding screen door supervised, do you think using a cat stroller would make her want to be outdoors, I don't want her to be an outdoor cat at all, but I think fresh air would be nice, Misty, you're exactly right, Fresh air for our babies is great, and it's awesome if we can give them outdoor supervised time. Although, like, I remember your your folks' cat, there was nothing in the world that would make him cross the boundary outside. Then it was like, nope, not me. Mm -mm. I don't care if there's a quail walking by. Yeah. Ah, nope. So, depending on, you don't want to force your kitties to do anything. But I would be curious to see if a pet stroller, you would want to see how she does in the stroller inside. Um, roll around with it. Make sure that it's not we causing that. her a lot of uh, anxiety. That's what we did with our babies before we actually took them for a walk down to the lake in their little roller. But take them for, make sure that they're comfortable and see if that's something that she might be open to. Pet strollers can be great. And there's, you know, there's, cats are just like people. There's... They're different dynamics. And sometimes one thing may stress one out and not the other. You see those adventure cats out there. I'm like, man, I want, you know. We have an adventure cat. We do, but the, the harness training thing is not something we've mastered yet. So, um, The harness is not what we've mastered. No, at all. So I would see how she does inside and then see how she does. Yeah. Just rolling over Just the. Just go, go at her pace. outside. Go at her pace for yes, sure. Yes, take, take it at, your, at her pace. Okay, so Judy said. Hey, Jay, it's that time of year. I'm seeing a lot of people giving away kittens galore for free. Oh. It is kitten season. It'd be nice to hear more people talk about checking people out before they just give them to somebody in case the kittens might be used for dog fights or abused in some other way. Don't just give them to any Tom, Dick, or Harry. Very good point, Judy. So um, we always want, and we, we all, like you, you hear people say, stay away from anyone who's giving kittens away at Walmart or giving kittens away on Craigslist, Craigslist. or, you know, just like free kittens, come get them. Um, you, it, it's kind of like a catch twenty two, I want to say, because sometimes like, like if I'm I go like save if, them. I'm like we should save them because they're just gonna give them away to anybody and they could be you know in a harmful situation that way. Um, but I I I say if you, are responsible, if you're a responsible if you're a responsible pet parent a pet lover if, in any way then. You, one, never give your cats away for free. Unless it's like your sister that you know or, you know, a family member or something like that that you know is going to take good care of them. Um, don't just give them away for free to, to anybody. We want to put a price on that because that in itself is going to increase the probability of that person taking care of them. There is a checklist that you want to go through. They're all over online. Um, but there is a checklist of certain things that are going to be the most important to you that you want to go through when it comes to finding. And this goes the same for fosters. Um, if you're fostering cats and you're in charge of, um, of their adoption, same thing. We just still want to make sure that they, you know, follow certain or, or follow certain criteria as far as, you know, the way that you want this kitten to be taken care of lifelong. 
Well, and I, I would say too, you know, just as if you do find yourself finding, you know, these ads somewhere, then I, I would almost just like as an advocacy kind of thing, call and be like, hey, what's up with this? Um, and if you, if you, I don't know, that whole thing bothers me so much. I know. That. I just landed on uh, Tina. Yeah. yeah I, I might just do like a show up and be like, hey, what's going on? And if, if it is a, a sad situation, I might just. You just scoop want up to those babies and instead of a and give them to a reputable uh, shelter. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Jessica Bryan said, "Hey, the best advice for senior care. My cat Gray is 15 years old. Okay, so when it comes to senior care, guys, there's a whole lot we want to um, there's a whole lot we want to do for our older cats. Older cats, just like older people, we start to uh, uh, break down degenerative." issues can come um, about we want to if we can proactively we all know that you know our cats are 10 they're starting to get a little bit older what do we want to do improve <clears throat> diet sometimes uh, especially if your cat is already is starting to lose that that weight that muscle mass we want to increase the protein we want to increase maybe even the feeding times during the day supplementation for older cats is so important guys i cannot tell Very you proactive. the amount of things, um, issues that we have dodged because we give supplementation on a regular basis to our older cats and a, and a larger amount even than we do to our with our younger cats. Well, and um, I think dodging an issue is one thing. I think that the, the, the supplementation thing, we've learned this because as our cats got older, we started seeing kidney issues, thyroid mm -hmm. issues. Yeah. And, and those are the kinds of things that, wow, that really open our uh, eyes yeah open our yeah. eyes to to understand preventative what we're care. telling yeah um proactive so care. you know joint care um uh, kidney care there are so many awesome supplements out there that can really help to support our cat's organs as they get older um and our cat's joints and bones um and then diet obviously very very important and then you know really getting our senior kitties moving is a big thing and it's a hard thing I get that many of us have senior kitties and all they want to do is sleep all day and you try to play with them or you try to do something and they're like no they don't they don't really want to do anything and we have to get creative with that we have to get creative because all of our cats regardless of their age if they are healthy and not like sick and dying they do actually want to move around they do want to play um, so we have to again those confidence building sessions taking your cat in a room by himself no matter the age, we just did this with our 17-year-old last weekend. Major difference. Oh, my huge, gosh. Huge. Awesome. Um, but but um, really doing what you can, even if it's feeding time, they're, if they're food motivated, you just give them a little bit of food, and then that's all they get. And then it's like, okay, or move that bowl. And you're then like, we're gonna move over here. Dinner ends up And then over we're here. gonna move over here and make them make them move more. Um, there's lots of things that we can do as cat parents to get creative for our senior kitties. Cat all right. You still haven't. You're supposed to be doing this. No, that's not fast. Um, lyric, cool name. Things to seriously consider before getting a cat. Mm. Great question. Number one. Uh, I keep landing on Tina again and again. <laughs> I think I just have like the same. You, you start swoop. the scroll in the same yeah. place. Uh, things to seriously consider before getting a cat. I'm going to say these things because when we uh, first got our cats, um, there was nothing to consider. It was just, hey, there's a cat in the parking lot. Man, he's coming home with me. So, um... But I think some things to seriously consider are, uh, are we going to be able to think about your annual exams as a required expense? 
I think a lot of us cat parents um, know that it's difficult to take our cats to the vet. And when it is time or it's like, ooh, I should, but they seem fine and I really don't have the money for it right now, start thinking about uh, setting some money aside to care for that new little life in, in your home. I hate to make that first thing about money. Think about it from uh, your cat's perspective well, as well. Well, know that they're not dogs, right? right. Know that, that your cats are not dogs and they are not um, convenience animals. Um, sure, some some think that it, cats are easier. I disagree. I disagree because cats um, can be much more if we're if we're being pro if we're taking them in as a family member they can actually be much higher maintenance i would say when it comes to you know like feeding like they love the food that you're feeding and then the next day they hate it um and so you know you have to and you have to be and they're stoic the, the fact that they're so stoic they don't tell you like a dog does when they're hurt or when they're sick you have to really pay attention so um, I think those are things that we, we want to... The other thing is that I think a lot of people think of cats as, um, oh, I want a little cuddle bug to come home to. Not all cats are cuddle bugs. Yeah. You really have to take the time to build trust with your cat, to get to know their personality. This is um, a cuddle bug right here. This is a little snuggle bug when she wants nice. to be. When she wants to be. Try picking her up when she doesn't want to be anywhere. Um, so kind of give them the space and respect uh, that you would one for yourself um the other thing uh is is think about catifying your house a little bit and i don't just mean um from the perspective of uh making sure there's vertical space and making sure that there's you know places for their litter boxes that are not going to be very disruptive for them like if the only place in your apartment is by the loud dryer for a litter box then think about creative ways that maybe you could make a incognito box or something and prepare for it that way. I also mean um, the whole, um, where was I going with this? Environmental, oh, in your home, I think, you know, if you've got like lots of kids, I, I was talking to somebody not long that said, um, my cat's been gone for seven days, I have no idea where he is, but the kids keep leaving the door open. Make sure that you prepare your home, your household, and everyone that lives in there, that they're all on the same page to welcome a new yeah, family member into into the fold. Yeah. And that um, that kind of love and respect is there for everybody. Yeah, I agree with that. We also have a blog on our website, if you're taking in kittens, that Lindsay actually uh, wrote a top 10 things to know when you're, uh, or to be on the lookout for if adopting kittens. So you guys can get, uh, you guys can see that at twocrazycatladies.com, T-W-O, crazycatladies.com. Um, Betty said, why is this world, why is this world in the shape it is in? Um, you know, That's this, a is good a, question. this is a good question. So we, you know, I feel like a lot of us, right? But we definitely spend a lot of time kind of, well, I'll just say it like it is. We spend a lot of time judging what's going on in the world. And, um... And as we in, catch ourselves. By judging, I mean, like, I do not like what's happening there. Right. Oh, that seems nice. Well, that was happy news. Like, just snap judgments about stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and wondering, you know, because COVID made us all turn inward, basically, right? We're, we're, um, we're seeing everything else as, like, abstract out there. Like, what the H is really happening? Because... Yeah. It seems scary. It's, it, it does. It does. It does to us. It seems scary. There's a lot, a of, lot of things seem scary. There's a lot of unknown out there, which seems scary. Um, and then there's a lot of media that loves the, you know, the it's negative news for a reason. That's because we as people prefer to watch the negative news. If we did not, 
they would not air negative news because the, all of their ratings would go down and they would be like, what is it? How can we not get more viewers? And then they put something positive on there and they get more viewers. See, well, it's, 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 it's within us. So I think it's, as far as the state of the world, I feel like it's our perspective is all the, the one thing that we have in our control is our perspective of what's happening in the world. And even though I'm not, I'm like one of the worst at this. I do know when I sit down and I have some quiet time, I do know that, you know, I can look at the world and think that it's all going to shit or I can look at the world and say, wow, there's a lot of awesome people out there rescuing mm -hmm. awesome cats. There's a lot of amazing yeah. people Go out there Sterling doing... Go watch Sterling Davis's uh, story right, on Instagram. Doing you amazing know, things. The there's world. a lot of happy people in the world that are having amazing things happening in their lives and, and we are one of them or two of them. Um, and counting our blessings again, going back to counting our blessings, you yeah. know, like it is, it really is our perspective. As Adrian always says, what we can control is our sphere of influence. And that's it. That's, that's our sphere of influence. We can't control the presidency or the, or, you know, what's the, happening the, overseas. What's or hap yeah. What's happening in wars. We can't, we can't control those things. What we can control is our sphere of influence, what our home, our lives, our cats, our perspective. That is what we can control. And so it's, I feel like it's easier if we, if we, um, pay attention to that and control that, that makes Tina's question a lot. Yeah. I do want to say too, though, I think that we're all living through something that hasn't happened in a hundred years, right? In, a, in right. an environment where everything is rapid fire. And I think the level of fear that uh, all of us have experienced, um, because of the pandemic and because of just the uncertainty of so many things has has really i mean i think fear is one of those things that really reveals people's character and i feel like it's so it's kind of been a lot all over the place whether you're talking about the media and their character whether you're talking about your neighbor and their character i think that there's a, an element of compassion that we need to understand we all know that when we see a really aggressive cat we know that that cat is a scared cat and I think that if we employ more of that compassion in the world, when we do see some of the things that we're, except when that I'm driving. That is a great analogy. <laughs> that really is a great analogy to bring it back to Except cats. when I'm driving. I still get to be mean when I'm driving. <laughs> no, you don't. Not anymore. <laughs> right, though? I think, though, if we, can, if we can kind of try to evaluate things from more of that compassionate perspective, because I know what it is to be scared to death of an aggressive cat, and, and it just feeds this negative thing. And if that's we what we're instead... doing as people, too, where right. our, our fears... And every, every negativity is rooted in fear in some yeah. way. In some way. All our negative actions, all our negative thoughts, all of that is rooted in fear in some way. And if we can um, attack those fears, change those fears. And actually, we were talking to, we were just talking to um, our friend who's a homeopathic doctor, a very, very well-known, awesome homeopathic doctor in Texas. And um, we just uh, had a, like a two or three hour meeting with her the other, the other night. And I hadn't talked to her in a long time. And she was talking about so many things. Um, but one of the things that she talked about was the amount of even disease um, that it, along with the, the anger and the hate and all the other things, but, but even, but specifically the disease that is brewing and that it's not because of, it's not even because of all the things that people are talking about. It's literally because of that fear, because that, that fear. And she told us like she actually explained it scientifically and I can't repeat that cause I don't, I didn't absorb it very well, but she, she and I wish we would have recorded that I whole know. meeting. She report, <laughs> she, she, uh, uh, said scientifically how, what receptors do what in the body when we are fearful of something, when we are scared and how that turns into disease in the body. Um, 
and, and people just being unhealthy in general. And that, um, I, I think that, that too yeah. is another reason why it we need seem to like try it's... to just stay as positive. And that sounds so much easier said than done. But, well, but I mean, realize that we get, we get to choose how we see yeah. what's going on. Right. And we're not always in a good mood and we're not always even enjoying each other's company all the time. You know no. what I mean? Like we're, to- but I do think that there's the, the message I think that I get from that so much is that it is, my it's company. my decision to, I love your company. Whatever. I was trying to, whatever. Um, the message really is that I'm in control of, of my perspective in a lot of ways. And while it does feel super huge, some of the things out there that are heartbreaking and infuriating, um, it matters to me that I believe in the, in the ripple effect and if, if I'm going to get all bent out of shape and take it out on my neighbor because I am so pissed off about A, B, or C, and it's not even directly related to them, even though maybe they say, you know, something that wants to trigger me. It is, um, it is so important for me to, under- to be in control of those decisions and to recognize that looking at things from a more compassionate point of view and letting that be the ripple effect instead of the negative energy yeah. is is one of game the best changer. decisions it's a game I can changer. make personally. Right. It's a game changer. Okay. Yeah. One more question and then okay. we're going to have to wrap it up. I know. I, I already pulled it up. Uh, Ella said, how often? Ella, Ella, Ella. Hey, oh, how hey. often do you give your cat a bath? Oh my we goodness. This is a question that we get all lie. the time. I, it's so, it's so interesting because literally the, how often do I give my cat a bath has, was never a question for the first five years I know. of us being in business and just over the past year or less even, um, what is we that about? get this question all the time. Um, go ahead and Here's answer, the answer. Because you're, yeah. Right. The answer is we've not bathed a cat in more than 20 years. And I'm going to give you the answer that Dr. Karen Becker shares, um, that cats are a fastish- What's the word? I can't think of it right now. Cats bathe themselves very well all the time. It's part of their They're waking hours. They're very clean, um, beings. Madison was just bathing herself before she fell asleep. So cute. Um, oh my here's the thing. She says at times they're, she does not recommend giving a cat a bath ever unless it is actually needed and even medically needed. So by that, she means if we've got a super flea infested baby, if you've got a cat that has gotten into something atrocious or dangerous that needs to be bathed or uh, a cat that's very sickly and can't bathe themselves. Those are the cases where we might need to help them help them bathe or groom them. Do it in those ways. And then she does have, if you want to look this up, if you do have to give, if you are one of those people that needs to give your cat a bath, uh, she's got a great video on bathing Mm -hmm. a cat and how to do it and the importance of keeping them warm, how to, how, how to do it all. Yeah. And you can find that right here on YouTube. Um, just look up Dr. Karen Becker spelled exactly as it sounds. Dr. Karen Becker bathing a cat and you will find the the video on how to. And how important it is to keep our cats warm after bathing. So, and and that's especially true, um, for our older cats and kittens, which are the ones that fall most often into the category of a cat that may need a bath. But other than that, nah, 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 bro. None of our cats that we have right now. Have ever had a bath? Nope, nope. Ever. Pooh Bear at one point was um, he needed some help in his rear end, and so we helped clean him with just a little, you know, with a with a. Sometimes you can do just a little soap and water, Uh, not soap and water. Um, I mean, get if you've got a nasty thing going on back there. This is when he was sick um, and had some diarrhea. And and about seven pounds heavier than he is today. 
uh, then you want to be able to um, help clean as much as possible, as much as they'll let you. And if, you know, because he was not being very cooperative at first, so that might be a situation where I would dunk his bum. I didn't have to do this because he let me clean it himself. But dunk his bum in a sink of water to kind of get the worst of it out and then be able to dry with a towel and um, let him finish the Dunk rest. the bum, you say. Dunk the bum. Dunk the bum. That's what I say. Okay, guys, that's going to wrap up. Episode number 0073 of Back in the Closet. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We really love you. We love you guys. I don't even think. Fastidious. I don't think. Thank fastidious. you, Terry. That's fastidious. The, what does that mean? What is the term? What does that term mean? Just very uh, focused. Like, um, what's, I mean, it's like, it, they're, fastidious is like just a very attention to detail. Very, like. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because they no, use that word. The they use that word about my grandma the other day, and that's the oh, word I right. could not find. Very picky. Yes. Very. Yeah. yeah. All of those yeah. things. I think. Yes. Now okay. we're gonna look up the actual definition. We are. That's you what guys... we're gonna go do, and then we're gonna be live on Facebook shortly. So thank you guys oh. so much for joining us. It's our favorite. It's our favorite time of the. It's our favorite day of the weekend because we get to spend it with you guys. Tanya said, uh, "What if the cat gets into poison oak or ivy? Oh my goodness!" Meow mist. Um, yeah, I would meow mist that. But but use use a damp cloth if if you don't have meow mist. Use a damp cloth. Make sure you rubber down paws and all of that, or have with gloves on if you're severely allergic. But we're gonna need. Yeah, or reach out to us if we can be helpful. Meow mist. We have a product. It's called oh, meow mist it plus. Can, it can and, help. And yeah, that is uh, absolutely the go-to for that. So we love you guys so much. Love you. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Have a beautiful day. We'll see y'all soon. Bye, guys. Bye.